When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Welcome in to MCM Radio The Reboot. I am your host, Jimmy Morris. Follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. Uh, MuteCityMiracles.com is the website at TitansMCM on Twitter to find all of the stuff from the site. All right, so what we're going to do this year, this is going to kind of be day one of what is going to be a pretty much daily podcast this year. So I'm going to try to take about five minutes each morning and get you the four or five things that you need to know about what has happened with the Titans. And, you know, that's a little bit tougher to do right now with nothing going on, but training camp starts next week. There'll be plenty of stuff that will come out of that. So just kind of, not kind of, just subscribe to this feed wherever you get your podcast and just plan on it being there every morning when you wake up. I'm also going to get back to doing the daily links on the website, and I'll put a link to the show in there every day so that you'll kind of get, like I said, just just kind of what you need to know. If, if you have five minutes to catch up on news that day, this will be the place to do it. I'm going to try most of the time for it to be five topics, so it's just kind of a nice and neat package there, but that won't always be the case. Sometimes it'll be one longer topic or two or three, whatever. Like today, we're going to talk about Traylon Burks and expectations for him this year, so that leads us perfectly into today's topic. I mean, Listen, Traylon Burks is in a really unique situation, right? Because he is not supposed to he's not supposed to be AJ Brown, at least not right away. But as fans, I think generally we're going to expect him to be AJ Brown because the Titans on draft night traded AJ Brown and used the pick they acquired in that trade to pick Traylon Burks. We know that coming out of Arkansas, Burks drew a lot of comps to AJ Brown. And I think there were a lot of us that were hoping that the Titans were going to pair Burks with A.J. Brown. And we were going to get to see that receiving core in 2022. That's obviously not what happened. Uh, You know, I I don't want to rehash the A.J. Brown thing, but contract negotiations, negotiations stalled out. John Robinson decided his best move was to go ahead and move on from A.J. Brown, get what he could there. You know, I, I don't know exactly how all that played out, but from what we've heard, it seems like that was probably the last move that he had at that point. So that makes sense. Um, but anyway, back to Burks. You know, the the problem we've had so far 
is he hasn't been able to stay on the practice field in OTAs and mini camps. You know, there's a whole thing. Is he out of shape? Does he have asthma? He's using an inhaler, all these things. And, then, you know, listen, it sounds like to me he probably has asthma. Um, it's probably under control most of the time. Um, but if he is a little bit overweight and he's practicing, you know, in June in Nashville where it's very humid, he's going to have issues, right? So that shouldn't be a big surprise. I just don't want him to hurt a hamstring, right? I mean, that, that's the problem that the Titans have had with, with their young receivers in the past is day two of camp, day four of camp, they have a hamstring injury. They go inside. We don't see him again until, you know, week one of the regular season. Mike Vrabel doesn't say anything about it. You know, and there have been – it hasn't just been receivers. I mean, Rashawn Evans, if you remember, he had a, quote, hydration issue and then missed the rest of training camp. I think that was his rookie year. It was his rookie year or his second year. Um, and, and we listen, we know what Vrabel's going to do with injuries and that kind of stuff in training camp. We're not going to learn anything because he doesn't have to tell us anything. So hopefully we don't go down that road with Burks. But, you know, I, I ran a poll on MCM uh, a couple weeks ago asking, you know, what, what expectations were for Traylon Burks. And I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, 52% of the people uh, said that they expect him to end up with between 601 and 999 receiving yards, which to me, that's a perfectly reasonable expectation. Listen, if he goes over 1,000, that'd be awesome. Um, you know, we, we would all be super thrilled if he does that. I, I think that he has the talent to do that. I think he has the talent to be a really good player. But with what we've seen from him so far, we just, I, I think, need to temper a little bit where we're going to be. You also have to remember that this team is still going to run through Derrick Henry. Um, this team has Robert Woods, who's hopefully going to be able to go at the beginning of the year. They added Austin Hooper. I mean, they've, they've done some things in, in the offense that is going to hopefully make it less important for Burks to have a huge year. Now, again, if he goes out and he has over 1,000 yards, he has 12 touchdowns, we're all going to be thrilled about that. But I don't think they have to have that from Burks in order to be successful on offense. But they do need him on the field. Because say what you want, I still think they should sign Will Fuller. um, But this receiving group is thin. We saw what happened last year when you know, Julio and AJ were both out, right? It's going to be that same deal if Robert Woods is not available and, and Traylon Burks is not available this year. I mean, you've still got Nick Westbrook-Akina as your three, which he's a, I'm sure he's a wonderful human being, but you don't want him as your three and you certainly don't want him as your one or two. So they're going to need Burks to be available and be on the field to pick up things quickly and just to be able to make some impact plays. And we saw that he was able to do that at Arkansas. Um, I mean, again, really similar to A.J. Brown. Catch, you know, doesn't have to have a whole lot of separation to, to catch the ball and then can make stuff happen once he gets the ball in his hands. His, you know, 40-yard dash, that, that kind of stuff is not going to pop off the page, but he plays faster than he looks, and he's able to, you know, make some big plays with the ball in his hands. So as long as they can have him available, keep him healthy, manage whatever it is that he that he had going on, through, through minicamp. And again, you know, some people are, are panicking about that. I wouldn't panic about that yet. I do think it's something that's concerning that we need to kind of keep an eye on. But as long as they can manage that and keep him on the field, I think he's going to fall into that range between 600 and 1,000 yards and, you know, can have eight to 10 touchdowns. And I think that will be plenty for this team to be successful. And then obviously, you know, year two, you want to see him take that next step and and all that stuff. But I think just as far as year one expectations, if he can hit somewhere in that number, that will be good enough for what the Titans need for their offense to be successful.
All right, so that'll do it for today's show. Kind of gives you an idea of what we'll be doing here. It'll be pretty fast, and we'll be, you know, just just kind of running through some topics every day. So, like I said, just search out MCM Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to it. We're gonna be we're gonna be there every day for you every morning for you to listen to. Like I said, just to catch up real quickly on the news. Again, follow me on Twitter. I'm at jmorrismcm. MusicMiracles.com at TitansMCM. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.